Everybody say there's joy in this place. There's joy in this place. In the book of Acts chapter 8. In the book of Acts chapter 8. You see Philip doing what Philip does. Look at verse 4. Therefore those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. Everybody say Christ. He preached Christ to them. This was an area that didn't have Christ. They didn't know what, what, what Philip knew. Philip was an evangelist. He went with the intention of enlightening them. Of letting them know, hey, you need what I got. Everybody, you have to understand, there are people around you that need what you have. You may not, feel, you may not even realize that. You may not think, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not worthy of much. I'm, I mean, it was just... You know, two weeks ago I was smoking weed. I don't care what you were doing two weeks ago, and neither does God. All He wants is your heart. And when He has your heart, he, uh, when you say, Heavenly Father, forgive me and cleanse me, cleanse me of my sins, 1 John 1, 9 says, He's faithful and just to cleanse you of all your filthiness. Wash clean. Just like you went through Frankie's car wash. Squeaky clean. Everybody say, squeaky clean. Squeaky clean. Yeah, look at your neighbor and tell him, man, you look clean today. Come on, look at somebody and tell them you look clean today. You know, you, it's, you need to, listen, 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 listen. Look, look at this. He preached Christ to them. And the multitudes, with one accord, heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles he did for unclean spirits. Now, it goes on to explain what Miracles he did. Unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed. And many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. Now look at verse 8. This is what I want to focus on today. And there was great sadness in the city. There was great depression in the city. There was great, you know, what? What is it? What's, what's that word there? Can anybody read it here today? There was great joy in the city. Why was there great joy? What caused the great joy? What was, what caused, well, number one, the great joy came because he preached. Everybody say preached. Well, I'm not a preacher. Yeah, but do you have Jesus. Because what he preached to them was Christ. And then it followed, what followed him? Signs and wonders. Everybody say signs and wonders. You know, when, when we have a service like we had today, or even the last couple of weeks, we've had great services. Neither, none of them have been alike. We had several people saved last week at the end of the service. Well, the week before that, uh, laid hands on people and prayed for people. The Spirit moved to the end of the service. I, you, you know, what you should expect... Everybody should have an expectation that when you uh, uh, hear Christ preached, there should be signs following. Jesus said that. He said, you'll go and uh, by all men will know you are my disciples. How? Turn over there. Let's look at that. Let me, look, let me give you a chapter verse. Because a lot of times I quote scripture, but it's good that if you read it. 
By this, all men, John uh, 13, 35, if you love one another, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. It's hard to love one another if you're full of hate. Everybody say amen. amen. If you're full of uh, uh, depression or anxiety or whatever is anti-joy. So when Philip went down in Acts uh, 4, excuse me, was I, what, was I in Acts 4? What was I in? Acts 8, sorry, Acts 8, 4. In Acts 8, when Philip went down and preached Christ to them, what do we know? We know that he preached joy right into the city. Why was there great joy in the city? Because not only did they realize something they didn't have before, but they realized how good it was. Look at somebody beside you and say, you got it good. I'll look at you and say, you got it good. Say it back to me. Say, okay, you got it good. You got it good. Why do you have it good? Because goodness and mercy shall follow you just a few days. No, all the days of my life. You've got goodness and you've got mercy following you all the days. Stop dragging around depression. Stop dragging around anxiety. Stop dragging around the stuff that Jesus took on the cross and took the penalty for so that you don't have to have it. And receive the joy that Jesus died for. Can you say amen? amen. You know, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. When you fill yourself up with the Spirit, you have joy. And so Philip, man, he preached. Preached Christ and then... Look, it says, unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed. Depression, anxiety, things like that, it actually creates a place for the devil to work. Sadness, I'm not talking about being, let me, let me use a different word because Sometimes, I mean, Jesus got sad. Jesus cried. Jesus cried. There's nothing wrong with crying. I wrote something down. I'm going to show if I can get my iPad to work. Everybody say, joy is better. Say it again like you're uh, not half dead. Say, joy is better. What is joy better than? Anything the devil has to, ha- has to give you. Anything the joy, anything that the devil tries to put in your life, sorrow is the word I wanted. Sorrow creates a place for the devil to work. You know, the Bible tells us give no place to the devil. Did you know that? Give no place to the devil. Look, let me just speak to you just on a totally natural level. Just totally, let's take all the God stuff out for just a second. There was a CNN article that just came out. And uh, they referenced a 2019 study. And, and this was, so this was pre-COVID. So I would imagine it, this would probably be even more amplified now. In 2019, this 2019 study found that both men and women with the highest levels of optimism had an average 11% to 15% longer life. Than people who practice little positive thinking. In fact, the highest scoring optimists were most likely to live to age 85 and beyond. Just by being positive, 
You're adding seven to nine years on your life just by being positive. That's a word. I mean, that's, that's straight from the world. That's not has nothing to do with what God gave us. The good, the goodness of God leads men to repentance. The Bible says, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to live one day depressed. I'm not saying I listen. If you have a moment, have a moment. Let it be a moment. Well, Pastor, you, you, uh, you, 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 know, you preach this a lot. You always talk about the moment. Yeah, I know. And the reason I'm preaching it again today is because I'm tired of seeing sad Christians. What are you sad about? What are you sad about? I mean, I mean really, what, what are you sad about? If you realize, they, Philip went down and just, all he did was preach. And then let Jesus do his thing and heal people. Deliver people. Well, that was Philip. He was an apostle and he, he, was, he was, you know, ordained by God. He was blessed by God. Do you not have the Spirit of God inside of you? The Bible tells us that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Who's in the world? Can somebody help me? The devil. You have inside of you the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. You've got, to, you've, got to, you've got to step right on his head and step right into joy. Can you say amen? amen. You know, and, and, and there's been times, how many of you have opportunities for sorrow? You have opportunities for sorrow. You have opportunities where, uh, uh, <laughs> all right, so I told you I was riding around with Pastor Steve this week, right? We were looking at church buildings, and we're riding around, well, Last week, many of you came to me, like way too many of you, which is not true because I appreciate you coming to me. But a lot of people came to me, pastor, 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 hey, uh, your license plate's missing. Anybody see my license plate missing? Did you see my car? My license plate was missing. It was totally gone. No license plate. Well, what happened was the county sent me a new license plate. So they sent me a new license plate in uh, whenever it was, in, in the end of January. So I get the new license plate. Take the other one off. And as I'm taking it off, the, the bolts are rusted because, you know, my car is not like brand new or whatever. So the bolts are rusted and I hadn't touched the bolts in, you know, 10 years or whatever. So I'm taking them off. Well, the one get, is kind of tough and I finally get it off on the right side. Then I'm going in on the left side and it's even tougher. Now I've got WD-40, but I'm a man. Who needs WD-40, right, Brother Mike? Who needs WD-40? He's like looking at me like I'm an idiot. Yes, you use WD-40. He's a mechanic, a certified, really good mechanic. I know him. The first thing he would have done is going to grab WD-40, but not me. No, sir, buddy. I'm going to get this bolt. This bolt's not going to have the best of me, and I'll crank down on it, crank down on it, and, and finally, boom, break the bolt off right in the, right in, snapped it right in half. Which I was kind of sort of impressed by. You know, I'm like, hey, that's pretty cool. I broke the bolt in half. Yeah, I know. But I was sort of impressed. The inside wasn't totally rusted. So now I've got a bolt broken off of there. I've got one. And so I'm like, well, maybe it'll hang on there with one bolt. But it wouldn't because that one was rusted. And so I went to Lowe's to get a new bolt. They did not have the right size or the right thread or whatever. Couldn't, couldn't figure out which one it was. Ran out of time. We were coming up on birthday Sunday and all this other stuff that we were getting ready for. Oh, no, it was Soulmate. This was in early February. Soulmate and then, and then birthday. I feel like, man, February. You might feel like February just blew by. 
like February was here and gone, baby. That month just said sayonara. So anyways, I, um, I, get, the, uh, I get the bolts. It doesn't work. I've taken them back to Lowe's. Uh, just didn't have time. So I'm driving around without the license plate. I'm like, you know, it'd be all right. I'll just put the license plate right in the, right in the side, right, right there, you know, right beside me. It'll be all right. If I get pulled over, I'll just show, show the guy. And uh, sure enough, I'm riding around. Now, I have not been pulled over in a month and some. And because I haven't been pulled over, I haven't made any other effort or progress to fix the license plate. I just want to tell everybody, these people that we work uh, next to over here, you know, they, every single employee over there, very aware my license plate is missing. I'm working on it. I'm fixing it. Thank you. Thank you so much for caring. I mean, you've never talked to me in four years, and now all of a sudden you got to make sure you let me know, but appreciate it. So, riding around with Pastor Steve Wednesday, and I, I pull up to a red light, and I look behind me, and I see the popo. And I'm like, oh, Lord, please let him be off duty. Let him be off duty. Let him be off duty. And I'm not saying anything to Pastor Steve. Like, he's like, I'm like, I'm like, you know, so, so where's the car, you know, and I'm looking in the rearview mirror. And, uh, and he wasn't paying attention at first or whatever. He didn't see it, I guess. And all of a sudden, I see him, and I'm like, oh, he saw it. He saw it. Maybe he's off duty. Maybe he's off duty. And then, you know how they got the computer in there? And so I see him going on the computer, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting pulled over. I'm going to get pulled over with Pastor Steve. Now, Pastor didn't know. I didn't, like, you know, he, like, drove all the way from Florence, you know, and I'm like, I'm not going to ask him to ride in his car. He jumped in my car, no problem, you know. I made sure it was clean and stuff, you know, I'm ready to go. But I didn't fix the license plate. So now here we are, and I pull on two notch out of the red light. And sure enough, as soon as I switch lanes, here come the blue lights. Like, oh, my goodness. So I pull over, and uh, thankfully, the guy was super nice. He comes up to the window and uh, I actually got him to smile because I'm, I'm, I'm waving the license plate as he, like, you know, walks up. He's like, oh, okay, you got one. And so we laughed about it. I told him the story, you know, and, uh, and, he, and he let me off. Listen, he let me off without even a warning. Isn't that great? So I go, and, uh, and, and of course, we finish looking around for buildings, and I fix the thing. You know, there are moments that you have that you can either turn into. Now, I was, the reason I'm telling you this is because I was embarrassed. Anybody ever been embarrassed? I, I was totally embarrassed. I mean, here I am, you know, we're, we're trying to go, you know, I, I, I mean, I, you know, I'm trying to look nice, present myself well, we're going to look at buildings. Like, this is not like, you don't go look at commercial buildings that are a million plus dollars and not, I mean, you're talking big boy stuff. And then I got no license plate on my car. I felt like a dummy, you know. And so, I mean, Pastor Steve was gracious and he laughed at me and, you know, just, you know, make, you know, we made light of the situation. But I was embarrassed. Well, what can you do? You can either laugh in the face of something like that or, or you can lean into whatever feelings, again, that feeling was embarrassment. You know, there are, uh, if you're married in here, there are opportunities whenever you and your spouse fight that's an opportunity for sorrow. And again, I'm telling you that sorrow gives place to the devil. As a matter of fact, if you read that verse where it says don't give place to the devil, it says don't give him a foothold. If you've ever climbed a mountain or climbed like one of those rock walls or whatever, you know, they, they only give you like three square inches to put your foot on. Have you ever climbed a rock wall? Anybody ever seen somebody climb a rock wall? 
when you come to Rockwell, they only give you like three square inches. That's a foothold. That's actually all you need. Get your big toe, and then the second toe, what do you call that one? The index toe? Sure? He said sure. Does anyone know? I'm getting a few laughs. We're going to call it index toe. What did your pastor talk about today? He talked about index toes. We had anatomy 101, and we talked about... Is it, seriously, does it, no one know what that's called? All right. The appendage next to your big toe, that's all you need to get on the rock wall, the little foothold. That's all the devil needs to wreck your life. Don't give him a foothold. And that scripture is actually talking, it says, be angry and don't sin. Don't go to bed on your anger. Don't go to sleep on your anger. You know, when you fight with a coworker, fight with a spouse, have, have these opportunities... That's an opportunity for the devil to work. That's an opportunity for him to inject himself. I want you to be people of joy. There should be great joy in our life. Great joy in this place. When you come in, I don't know what happened to you this week. I don't know what happened to you before. I have no idea what your week was like. And it's not that I don't care. I do care. And you might need to talk to me. You might need to tell me. But there's a difference in, in or, or someone else. Maybe you want to share someone else your story. There's a big difference in sharing, someone, uh, sharing with someone your story and asking them for advice and uh, spewing negativity and sorrow. There's a big difference. Let me just give you some more scriptures. Let me just help you out. Let's look at... Uh, Hold on, wrong one. Everybody turn to John 15. John chapter 15. While you're turning there, I'm going to rattle off some other scriptures just to build your faith. Psalm, Psalm 1611. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. In your presence is fullness of joy. Everybody just say it right now. Say, I'm full of joy. What is joy? Joy is not just happiness. It's not some, you know, fleeing, flightful, you know. If you watch a comedy, I, I like comedians. There's a couple of Christian comedians that I like. I like, I like watching their stuff. I enjoy seeing them on Instagram. I enjoy, and there's, a, there's actually a bunch of funny stuff on Instagram. You can, I, lo, I love that stuff. You can watch it. You can laugh. It's great. Good, clean fun. But you know, you laugh and then you scroll. I don't know if anybody is, is, is on Instagram in here, but I am. And I try not to be on there too much and waste much time. But when you're on there, you just scroll. No videos longer than 90 seconds. So... At a max, 90 seconds of enjoyment. And then you scroll. 30 seconds of enjoyment. And you scroll. Oh, I'm not very interested in that. So that gets less than a second. Scroll, 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 scroll. And our life is like this big, just endless scrolling. You know, that was one of the greatest uh, social media inventions was the endless scroll. That has now turned into what many uh, young people call the death scroll. Because you just scroll till you're dead. You just scroll, 
and scroll and scroll and scroll. 30 seconds of enjoyment, 15 seconds of enjoyment. That is not joy. Joy is when you and your spouse get in a fight and you can work through it and still smile. And still say, you know what? I may be mad right now. And maybe you're not actually smiling. Maybe you're so mad you're not smiling. But there's something on the inside of you that goes, you know what? We're going to get through this. And in just a few minutes, we're going to be all right. But what sorrow does, listen to me. Here's the big difference. You ready? This is what happens when you don't have what Philip preached. When you don't have the fullness of Christ. When you don't have what Psalms just said, in his presence is fullness of joy. Because if you only come to church once every three weeks, and that's your only little, you're, you know, you're just trying to top off your tank instead of staying full. You're just trying to get just a little, a little. See, if, if all we build is a church that's dependent on coming in and, and, oh, I just feel so good when I'm at Family Worship Center, and all through the week you live like hell, that's not what you're called to, to be. You're called to be people of joy. Be full of joy. Like to work through things with joy. Work through a situation. If you have a, a, another Christian in your life, we would call it a brother or sister. They may be an actual relative or maybe not. Spiritual people resolve conflict. If you're really spiritual, we can resolve the conflict. We can resolve it. We can work through it. If you're not, we're going to have a hard time. Why? Because spiritual people have joy on the inside. They have hope. They have peace. And so right now we may be in disagreement, but that does not mean disrespect. I can disagree with you and be in disrespect. I don't have to tell the whole story, but there was one time where, where, where Brother Mike and I just used him as an example. Uh, um, I, I inadvertently, I had good intentions, but I disrespected him. It's not long after he'd been coming to the church. It was after service. Something didn't go the way I wanted. I was young and dumb. Did not handle it correctly. And so I could tell, because I'm an astute man, something wasn't right. But you know what? Because I'm a spiritual person, and he's a spiritual person, we went and we talked it out. He said, well, when you said this and you did this, and he let me know where he was at, and, 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 and I, I mean, I was not so cocky and so, you know, oh, well, that's not, I mean, I could have done that, couldn't I? Well, that's not what I meant, and you're taking it the wrong way, and you blah, blah, blah. No, that's sorrow. But the humbleness that comes right beside joy said, you know what, you're right. That was, that was pretty dumb. I, I, I should have handled that differently. Now, on the, the, the flesh part of me saying, I don't really know how I could have, I mean, I didn't know. that. All I knew is what I had been taught, what I grew up around, and I just knew when, 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 when certain situations happen, this is how I respond. Anybody else but me? You, you develop those habits. You develop those techniques. But on the inside, there's something that said, no, that's not how we handle things anymore. And if you're going to grow this church and you're going to do what I called you to do, you've got to straighten that out. And in you, I'm telling you this today because you need, if you are going to do what you're called to do, you need to let the fullness of joy there should be joy in this place. And I'm not talking about just in this place on Sunday mornings. I'm talking about there's joy because each and every one of you come in full of joy. Because you, you're, not just, you're not just tanked up on, on Sunday mornings and relying on this service to take you up and fill you up. No, you come in full. 
You stayed full all week. And, and the, the, the five or ten new people that are here that aren't full of joy because they don't know any better. And maybe they're not saved. And maybe they've gone astray. Are you with me? They're the ones that we're all coming and saying, hey, have y'all ever, well, probably when you, when you came here, depending on what you came out of, there's something different about Family Worship Center. Well, why? There's, there's, there's a fullness of joy. Everybody say amen. amen. Carry the joy with you. Don't, don't just let joy be this, this feeling you get you know, an hour and a half on Sunday mornings. Romans 14, 17. Stay in John 15, but I'm going to read these. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Romans 15, 13, the next chapter. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. How, how do you do that? By the power of the Holy Spirit. How do you live in joy and peace? I already told you, it's a fruit of the Spirit. If you grow an apple tree, what kind of fruit do you have? Does anybody, have you ever gone to an apple tree and gotten an orange? Even if it's grafted. In Florida, they do a lot of grafting. When a tree gets grafted, it literally will, will, will inject... Like, almost like DNA in a human, like the, the DNA, it's not really DNA, but the, the, the trees will become coinciding. So it may produce orange fruit, but that orange DNA goes all the way through the tree. And whatever is good in the roots of the tree they grafted on go all the way up to the orange. It becomes one. You have to be full of the Spirit. Well, how do I do that, Pastor? It's really simple. Heavenly Father, fill me with your Spirit. Now, Here's where I want to go. Ready? Actually, everybody stand up. Now, here, here's, here's what you have to, you have to do. Really, this is really, really important. In, in order for you to be full of the Spirit, you, you've got to be absent of other things. You, you can't have, uh, um, you know, if, if your life is full of one thing, and you, you, you continuously inject yourself with whatever it is. If, if you have hate, I, I don't care where it came from. If you have a hatefulness about you, you're like, I don't want that anymore. You get rid of it by not giving into it and giving into the Spirit. Your flesh is the part of you that wants to respond in the hateful way. To respond in that negative way. Now what's our goal? What did Jesus ask us to do? Go into all the world, preach the gospel, and make disciples. It's really hard to witness to somebody if you're miserable all the time. Matthew 6, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. See, when you make the kingdom a high priority, we talked about this on Wednesday, 
and praying kingdom prayers. When you make it a high priority, the most important thing that I do in life is represent God. The most important thing I do in life is, is my witness. Then you actually care about how you talk to people. You care about how you deal with people. And you, and you, and you ask the Lord, Lord, help me. Now I ask you to turn to John 15. Let me read it to you while you're standing because I'm going to ask you to do one thing after this. These things I have spoken to you that my joy, this is Jesus talking. These things, what things? The holy written word. He was the word. John 1, 1, or John chapter 1 says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the word and he spoke the word. He said, these words I have spoken to you that my joy. See that capital M? Everybody say Jesus joy. See, that's better than happiness. That's another place tells us that, that uh, in Ephesians it says he'll give us peace that passes all understanding. That even when somebody passes away, I, I don't understand it, but I've got peace. Even when you lose a loved one, I don't understand it, I've got peace. Even when somebody's so vile and negative towards you, well, you know where that comes from. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come to give you life. And so you know, well, that's not life, so that's not from God, so I've got peace about it. He said, you'll suffer much, but in your suffering, when you're weak, I'm strong. So I, 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 I can't lose. I can't lose. I, I win either way. So what do I do? I put a smile on my face and say, let his joy remain in me. Now notice this, that my joy may be full. In the next chapter in John 16 and in 17, but he says in uh, John 16, 24, until now, look at this, until now you've asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. I want to give you an opportunity right now that anything in your life he said, ask. You've asked nothing in my name. This is real simple. You say, Heavenly Father, take that out of me in Jesus' name. Whatever is causing the lack of joy to flow in your life. I, I, want, I want this place. And when I say this place, I mean you. I want you. I want your life to be full of joy. I want you to come in. And instead of being so focused on, oh, pastor, Oh, this and this happened this week. And this and this happened this week. And you don't understand this happened this week. And instead of that, you'll say like this, Pastor, hey, this thing happened this week, but bless God, I went right over top of it. And then right after this, I found $5 in the parking lot. And right after that, my coworker came in and they helped me with the flat tire. And then right after that, God blessed me. And you're so focused on the blessing. Why? Because all I have to do is ask on and call on Him. Ask. And you will receive. Why? That He wants you to be full of joy. So I'm not going to focus on the problem. I'm going to focus on, man, He's got He's got me, baby. He's got me. So right, But right now, I, I feel like in sense. Actually, I'll tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to have you come to the altar. I may not lay hands on and pray over everybody. If you don't want me to, I don't have to. But nobody's judging you, by the way. So if you have something, I'm saying you might want to come and leave it at the altar. I don't know why I feel to do this. I don't know. I, I, I mean, 
You saw how the Spirit moved today, and here we are. If you've got a heaviness, a burden, He said, cast all your cares on me. Cast all your cares on me. Lift your hands. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. It's first Peter 5 7. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Resist him. Be steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, and strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. That suffering is not talking about sickness and disease. That's from the devil. You just, you just speak to that and tell it to leave you. He's talking about suffering because people, I said this last week, people don't like you. People don't, you're not getting along with everyone because you're a spiritual person and they don't like that. Or they're literally persecuting you because you're a Christian. They're literally coming against you. Well, what do do I do? I don't carry that. I cast it. I leave it at the altar. He also said, laying down all your burdens. He said, my yoke is easy. Jesus said this, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. He said, you're not to carry what he's supposed to carry. What he took on the cross is not for you to have anymore. If it's not in this Bible, as described that I'm supposed to have it, I don't want it. So, as of right now, this altar is open. If you'll hit that blue light switch, just bring the lights down for just a second. We won't go forever. I, want, I don't want to leave until I give you this moment. If you've got something to leave at the altar, come right now and lay it down. Come right now and lay it down. Lay it down. I'm not carrying this anymore. I'm not going to be a miserable person. I'm not going to be heavy hearted. I'm going to be full of joy. That's awesome. Come kneel down. Or or do whatever you'd like. Kneel down, whatever. We've got plenty of altar space. If the altar gets full, then there's spaces on the sides. Or you can go. It still works if you're right behind the other person. But there's still space. Anybody else that'd like to come? Altar's open of joy full of joy full of joy heavenly father i thank you for